Hey, if you're like me, my life is busy and the time always seems short. I get distracted and many times at the end of the day, I wish I had kept what was most important on my mind. And that's why I wrote this 365-day devotional called Daily Hope for Families to keep what is important at the top of your priority list. Look, this book took over four years to write and four years of effort to find the right scriptures with the applicable devotions to match. I've never worked so hard on writing a book, and I know that you'll want one. So where can someone go to get this daily devotional? Let me tell you, go to www.dailyhopeforfamilies.com. That's dailyhopeforfamilies.com. Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you as a parent gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard dive into a topic that will challenge, encourage, and inspire you as you parent your teen. Let's listen in. We're going to talk about hope today, hope in the midst of conflict. You know, probably my favorite subject more than anything else. I spend my life in conflict. Um, I hate when it happens in my home, but I'm glad when it happens in the lives of all those kids and staff that live with us and in the families. That's a lot of conflict. Well, it is a lot of conflict. I mean, I love it when it's stirred up and people are mad and angry and disappointed and feel that they've been let down and they can't go anywhere. and they Because just, you know what's on the oh, other side. I do know what's on the other side. You know, it, it's that feeling that when you're in the middle of the battle and emotions are flaring, it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And and many become very skeptical and begin to think that that light is a train headed their way. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm, I'm the one that says, no, 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 that's not a train. We're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Let's keep walking. Let's go the path that we know that we should be walking on. We're going to get to a good place. So knowing that there's hope, knowing that we're going to get on the other side of these things, what that says to me is it changes the way I engage. So when a child's mad or going through difficulty or hardship or conflict, because of God's promises to get us to the other side, I go, I can be the one that's a safe harbor for people, you know, that we can say, you can anchor here and we're going to get through this because God's going to show himself in a very real way. And people go, well, I don't believe that. I don't believe God's here with us. I go, are you kidding me? <laughs> God is in the presence of this right now because he wants to teach you something. And most parents send their kids to us and they say, well, my kid's messing up. He needs to change. And I say, you know what? The possibility may be this. God has your child here so that you might change. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Would God use your child to teach you some good lessons? And of course, we all know the answer to that is yes. He may be doing that even now. Mark, I don't care how much money you have, what you have, what you don't have, but when your child, your teenager, goes through trouble and conflict, nothing is more disruptive in the home. You know, I I believe that to be true. I've seen families that that have everything, do everything, have accomplished a million different things in their life, far beyond what they ever thought. But when their child goes through a difficult time, it causes such despair that I think it tears them apart. Because most people really think, I mean, at the core, that if I do all the things right, I do everything well, I have a great relationship with my child, I give them things that I never received, then surely 
we will experience good things. Right. But you know, that's not true. It's amazing what it does to you. To know that I have to leave work and come home to a home that is going through difficult times, it, I think that pain is just absolutely immeasurable for some families. But as we said a couple of minutes ago, there is always hope. There's always hope. You know, there's that scripture in Psalms 27, 13. I love this one. I mean, it, this has got to be the uh, the scripture for parents that are struggling through things. I mean, the, you need to take a permanent marker and start <laughs> scribbling this Not a temporary on marker, your refrigerator. Not a marker. permanent okay. one. You know, I tell people all the time, you can always get a new refrigerator. You can't get a new kid. <laughs> but even if your child knows this and is raised with this, it is this, Psalms 27, 13, I would have destroyed spared unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. When I don't feel like God is there and I feel like everything is dying around me, this is when you can say, I will see the goodness. It's not a train at the end of the tunnel. It is a great light. It is the light of hope that draws you to a different place, even though you're walking through a dark place at the time. And and you might be despairing now, but you don't have to hold on to that because a good day is coming. Isn't it true that when we go through a time of conflict like that, that we feel like we're all alone, that we're the only ones, so we have no, no one to turn to? I, you know, I talk to parents all the time. They come up to seminars. They they come up afterwards and speak, and they thought, I was the only one going through this. And I said, you know, this is why it's so important for you to get into a small group with somebody else, call other people in your community, in your neighborhood, in your church, at your child's school and say, we're going to have a a meeting once a week for parents who are struggling. And most parents say, well, no, 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 I'm still struggling. I need to wait till I get through it. I go, no, no, No. this is the perfect time because when you struggle together, you get through it quicker and you learn more during that time. So parents, you're not alone. Everybody is struggling with their kids in some way. People say that 90% of kids are struggling, the other 10% just don't know it yet. (laughs) I believe that to be true. I think there's a little bit of struggle with every kid. Even though you don't see it on the outside, there is something in a child because that is a a difficult time because adolescence is a difficult time for kids. Your advice is that we don't view it as a hopeless situation, but as an opportunity. It is. It's a hopeful situation. You know, I mean, one, God is going to get you to the other side. I mean, another psalm here, you know, 147.3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and He binds up the wounds. And so if I know God's going to do that, I know it's not a train that's coming at me, and I know that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, if I know those three things, then my focus can now be, what am I to learn in the process of this? Because I, I am confident of this. If you don't learn it now, you're just going to have to learn it again. Isn't it sad, though, that when the conflict comes, it often drives a wedge not only between the teen and the parent, but between the parents as well? Oh, it does. You know, I hate fighting with my wife. It drives me nuts. I mean, I hate it. I hate when we're at odds with each other. I hate it when we, I mean, and as much as I tell people this in seminars and the radio and books and everything else, I still can't (laughs) stand it when it's in my home. You know, it really is. It's a despairing time. I still lose sleep over it, whatever. 
I don't know why that is, but I do know that I can get through it easier and even smile about it during the time that I feel so lousy because I know we're going to end up in a good place Mm -hmm. because I'm not leaving my wife. I'm not going to leave my kids. I'm going to stay there and we're going to get through this thing and we're going to see the goodness of the Lord and we're going to move into the land of the living. So when you encounter moms and dads who are at odds with each other because of what they're going through with their teen, first of all, you got you to tell them to hang in there together. Absolutely, because it's one of those opportunities that, that they're struggling somewhat and they are going to come at each other in, in odds. I tell people this all the time. There is hope. You're going to get on the other side. You will one day laugh at this situation. It sounds funny. Hard to imagine. But you'll see the goodness of it in the land of the living. You'll see the goodness of the Lord, what he's been doing, and you you will spend time celebrating what you've gone through to get on the other side. To all you pastors, youth workers, and family ministers, I hope you'll host the Engage 23 simulcast at your church on February 18th, 2023, where my good friend Kirk Cameron and I will be presenting a seminar for parents and grandparents entitled Engage, Equipping and Empowering Parents to Raise Teens in a Contrary Culture. Look, we're going to be talking about things like understanding the effects of this culture and and how the culture uh, is affecting your teen or maintaining a relationship when everything else is working against you. We'll talk about answering the greatest challenges that are facing parents, how to develop rules and structure in a relational atmosphere, and finding hope when you feel hopeless. Hey, this simulcast can change the trajectory of your family. And I hope that you will host us so that your people in your church can find out how to effectively raise their teens in a world that's a little bit different than they grew up in. You can find out more about Engage 23 at Engage23.com. That's Engage23.com. Let us know if you'd like to host the simulcast on February 18th, 2023. I think we have time for a question that's been emailed through our website from a parent. I'm a Christian mom with two kids. My son is the oldest one, and we've had problems since we moved. He's not listening to me. He's hanging out with the wrong boys. He got into trouble a few times with the law. I'm worried about him. He's a good boy and was raised in church, but is under peer pressure from the boys he hangs around. I want the boy he used to be. Yeah, you know, don't we all? I mean, I, I think you look back at a child that he's, he's, you know, he's made to be relational. He wants to connect with people. And because everybody else is kind of connected, it's like kind of all the, the spinoffs are off of the one side just trying to to make it and go together. Well, let me let me tell you something about all those spinoffs because I've had 2,500 of them live <laughs> with me. Spun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and everybody says, well, how do you take all these bad kids and, and place them in one place and work with them? You know, you know how we do it? They're no different than the other kids. They just don't have a place to land. And so what we've done is say, let's provide a place for them to get together. These kids develop the greatest of relationships. They are the greatest of encouragement to one another because they understand what struggle is and difficulty, and they also understand about hope. And so there's a side of me that says, if your child's hanging out with those wrong kids and they're influencing the other way, then do something to embrace those other kids. That may be why God has you involved, to 
touch the lives of those kids as well. And we recognize that not every child needs to go to a Heartlight oh, program. No, not at all. I mean, they don't. And we work hard. The, one of the reasons for this program is to keep people from ever having to send kids sure. there. But there's a scripture that I would say that, 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 I mean, I know we've done a lot of scripture in the program, but here's one that's so important. It's Ephesians 1.18. And I pray that the eyes of your heart may be filled with light so you may know the hope to which he has called you. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, you can visit parentingtodaysteens.org, heartlightministries.org, or markgregston.com. Join us back here tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.